Enjoyed your start of the show last week. Aye, that was quite good. Good, good yeah. editing that. Yeah. Do Amazing. my own choreography. Yeah, well done. Yeah, it was impressive. Oh, I'm professional. Well, yeah. that's what you say. So yeah. That's what your card says. That is what my card says. You're right, Mister R. McLeod. Professional. professional. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Hearts Review with me, Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. Joining us this week are David, Calvin, and Spencer. To talk about the draw with St Mirren, we chat again about referees, talk about the season so far, and preview Aberdeen on Saturday. How how are we this week? How are we this week? That's a good question, Ross. I'm still fuming. Eh? Is it over? Uh, it's it's very very close to being over. Yeah. No very, way back. Very close. No, I never said that. Um, but it's very, very close. We're we're at the line now. It uh, will take, I think, a miracle. And I'm I'm fuming. Typical performance, then. Yeah, I I think it has been a, a typical performance of this team. I expected much more, Ross. I thought, you know, we're going to go there. We're going to win. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic day out in the sun. And do you know what? It was a great day out up until the match. And, you know, really enjoyed ourselves. It was probably one of the best, I think, aways so far we had had this season. My coupon was looking good as well. I took Rangers to beat Selic and I was 3-0 up. And I just thought, yeah, sunny day. We're, we're up here. You know, it's going to be fantastic. And um, bang, 2-0, didn't it have time. Yeah. And, um, typical. Typical. Zero chances. And I don't think that goalies had a save to make. And, do you know, I, w- I was so deflated, Ross, because I generally thought there we'd go there, we'd win. I even had Hibs and Aberdeen to draw on my coupon. I, I called it last week, saying it for weeks. That game is a draw over it. What happens? Nil-nil, the perfect result. Hearts win. It's very much back on. Could have been going third this weekend with a win. But no, once again, they fucked it. And don't give me all this pish that a draw is a good result because we're 2-0 doing with 10 men. I mean, I could not believe the reaction of the Hearts fans. I really couldn't. It was pathetic. I mean, wh- why are we celebrating that shit? They should have got booed off. I tell you, I didn't even celebrate the, the uh, when we made it 2-1. I was just I was too deflated. Sat there. Absolutely fizzing. And then even equaliser. You know what I mean? Wasn't even that arsed. I mean, I was more just getting up the St. Mirren fans, the fact that they were trying to time waste and keep the ball and their stupid ball boys and girls just were, were keeping the balls themselves and they, they weren't giving the bat and they tried their best to, to try and hold on against a, a crappy 10-men hearts performance. But... Pure Diddy Club, and, and and really, for us to draw there, I think, was pathetic. I mean, it was such a piss-poor performance. And I think the players, I think a lot of them are no good enough. I'd empty half of them now. Um, they've they've proven it to, to me. Unfortunately, you know, they've we can talk about the, the previous manager till, till the light comes on, and obviously we, we know the damage he's done to the club, but... Um, but, but, the, but the fact remains is that, that they're still not good enough. You know, they're not... Defensively, they're a disgrace. I mean, those two goals were an absolute. I want whole back four in the summer, a whole new back four. Um, you know, you had two players playing at fullback who aren't fullbacks. And by the way, I've nothing against James Hill because I actually didn't do anything wrong. I think the the foul um, that I'm sure will come to for for their second goal is is a disgrace. Uh, it's never a foul in a million years. I had a perfect view of it. Two players going up for the ball, one headers it, the other one headers the back of his head goes down, gets a free kick. Fucking embarrassing. Absolutely disgraceful decision. Um, and then, as soon as he stepped up, I knew he was scoring. But to still even be 2-0 down at that point is just ridiculous. I mean, the the, the first goal was as pathetic as they come. And it's it, it's typical Hearts, just standing like statues in their own six-yard box. Don't win the first header. Don't win the second one. Bang, suddenly the ball's in the back of the net. And it's, it's the same goal, isn't it? It's the same every fucking goal every week. Aye, there's just <laughs> statues. It's, it's pathetic. It's beyond schoolboy. Um, so these guys aren't good enough to play at this level. Clearly, they aren't good enough to play for Hearts. I'd uh, I'd been a lot of them. Um, midfield outran, outfought. Uh, the passing was poor. wasn't enough creativity. Um, and then you know the, the 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 two times that they did get their finger out, they got in behind St Mirren um, by playing simple simple balls. Really uh, good work from Atkinson for for the 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 first goal. Really good ball cross face goal. Never done that once in the entire ninety minutes until then. Um, and it's a it's a good finish by Ginelli, who I thought was shite, apart from winning the um, 
the penalty and scoring his goals. I thought he'd done nothing. I thought he was very lazy. He just tried to win cheap fouls in the middle of the park. Had no interest in actually getting him behind. And then, you know, the the two times that he, he, he does decide to get his finger out, he gets goals from it. So you feel like, you know, if he had maybe done that in the first half, it might have been all right. Um, I thought Shanklin was anonymous up until he scored his, his penalty. Uh, Barry Mackay, do not want, I have no idea what's happened to him. Uh, it's like he's no interest in taking on a player. Um, they're just, they've got to look at themselves. And like I say, you know, I've been one of the biggest critters of the previous manager. We know that on this podcast, right? But these players now, it's they've no way to hide behind. Um, there's no, you know, negative manager now on the touchline for them to, to hide behind. The, the, this is on them. And that performance is on them. And it was pathetic. It really was. You know, you've got sold out away support. Sun shining. Go there. You're clearly a better team. The two rivals for, for third place are playing each other. Go and take fucking advantage, man. Grow some balls and go and fucking take it by the... Take the bull by the horn. And they never done it. And uh, and they can talk about coming back for a draw with 10 men. But overall, it was a pathetic performance. They've once again let the supporters down. Three, three away wins in the league all season. It is pathetic. And as I said, it'll be a rebuilding job in the summer. Even if we do somehow go and get third. Re- rebuilding job in the summer now. Uh, we need more quality in there. These guys just aren't good enough. Dave, do you share that view that um, you know the team just weren't haven't been good enough? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think to be honest, it's kind of been evident really since the turn of the year. Even when results were good, because performances were were pretty rank rotten, and we were getting decent results out of it. But as we mentioned, that once results started to go the wrong way, the 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 squad itself doesn't really seem to have a lot of resolve about them. Um, and w- frustratingly, all you'll probably hear is great character to come back from 2-0 down and all the, the, the same old crappy cliches that um, associate themselves with results like that. But it by and large... It almost shows a, though, the quality of the league, though. If, if yeah. such a piss-poor performance, you Gets can come you back yeah. with 10 men. Yeah, exactly. Ah, exactly, with 10 men. Um, with creating absolutely fuck-all all game. Um and that's what I think people say, oh, you know, everyone can, can beat everyone at some point in this league. And that's very true. But it was exactly the same last season when we finished third back at her. So what difference does it make? Um, we've had every excuse under the sun probably to, to not get third. And of course, it's, it's you know, it's, it's bitten us on the arse as usual. Um, yeah, the, the, the squad itself just don't, don't really seem to be up for the fight whenever it's needed. And okay, it was very good winning 6-1 against Ross County. But that was that was laid on a plate for hearts. If they didn't win by more than three goals that day, it would have been embarrassing. So... That game really doesn't um, have have much in in terms of what we've actually really seen over the last few months. Um, clearly, see that it's all feeling sorry for themselves whenever they concede the same goal, which is about sixty three, I think, this season from corners. Um, not winning the first and not winning the second. Yeah, it's all just heads down, just looking at each other, going, "Oh, well, that's a shame. We've conceded another header again, or oh, another ball in the box. So I don't know how to defend that." No real fight, and there's no leadership there as well. There's nobody there really, you know trying to get their their guys out of a bad situation and try and get a little bit of energy and enthusiasm and a little bit of fight into the squad. And they all just feel sorry for themselves. And it looks like they can't be arsed and they're just happy for the season to have petered out. Uh, and if that's the case, fine. Um, but these players, if that if that's the way they want to treat it, then should they be playing for, for Hartman Lothian Football Club? Um, and yeah, too many passengers. I, I, I agree completely with, with what's gone said in terms of the players we, we've seen the, uh, for their performances on, on Saturday. Barry Mackay can... Frank, quite frankly, hang, hang up his boots, let alone rip up his hearts contract. He looks like he got a man who wants to retire and sit on the beach and chill out. He almost doesn't look interested. No, he doesn't look interested. Because he's known as... He had his wee purple patch last season and, you know, it was all Scotland call-ups and this, that and the next thing. And now it looks like a guy who uh, is hiding like he was at Rangers. He looks, um, like, he looks like he absolutely cannot be fucked. No, nah, nah, fair. If he can, he fair play to him. Fair play. If I was getting nine grand a week to start every week and put in piss-poor performances, I'd do the same. Um, still get to play and still get a decent wage at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the same with most of these players. Um, it's a it, we, of course we've got injuries that have hampered us, but I'm sick of hearing injuries and excuses that we've all had, probably since L- fucking Levine. Ever since 2017, when he came back, it was all oh, injuries. You know, it's all it's been the same story for the last few years. Google Bard this week, and it also said injuries. Yeah, well, had of course, a few injuries this season. Hurts and injuries just go together. It's a great excuse to have. Um, but for me, there hasn't been any. There shouldn't be any excuses for what we've seen since what February, March. Um, the fact of the matter is, is that we've absolutely bottled it, um, and we've got nobody to blame but ourselves. And 
it's not like we've not had opportunities to come back because, as you say, everyone gets a result off someone in this league. Prime example being Saturday, your two rivals have managed to take a point off of each other and you think you're back to three points with the goal difference we've got. It's an extra point. You go above Aberdeen on Saturday should you win. But, of course, we've decided that we'll we'll put in another abject away performance, one of the 90% away performances we've put in this season. Um, and that includes one we actually won, I think, in Motherwell, where we conceded about 33 shots, but somehow zero goals. So it's the same old story, um, I'm afraid. And it's it's back to the, the hurts we hate from a few years ago when just putting every performance away from home, you knew you were going to get beat. Uh, or you knew you weren't going to come away with a positive result. And that's the annoying thing, is that people will somehow think 2-2 away to St Mirren is positive. But in the grand scheme of things, you needed, we, we talked about it beforehand, that when once the split fixtures were announced, you needed nine points minimum, really. And it looks like we're probably going to struggle to do that. Um, so, well, we are. We're, it's almost impossible if we don't win the next three games. Yeah, simple as that. Um, so, yeah, by and large, it's been another season where you're you're leaving it. Albeit, I know it's not over yet, but you're you're almost expecting it to be over by game thirty six with nothing to play for, um, bar a derby for bragging rights, and then you just walk out of Tin Castle last season just frustrated and fed up. And to be honest, a part of me almost wants the season to be over because I'm I'm sick of the, the false hope that we constantly we kind of get, keep getting given. Oh no, and they'll give you a false hope right to the end. It's exactly, hearts. and We've that's the worst thing. And, and you can what's coming, yep. but one yep. percent of you just has that little bit of optimism yep. to convince you go. Oh, that's no, I'm going to do it. That's been a football fan. I'm going to do it. Yep. And then five <laughs> minutes in, on Saturday, we had eleven passes all across the back four and hoofed it long. Yeah, should have seen the writing on the wall then. That was the worst thing. Jack turned to me at two 0 When are we leaving? Turn back and Janelli's going. I thought, for fuck's sake, I've got to stay now. No, got to stay. Exactly the same. Yeah, come yeah, exactly the same. So yeah, four forty train. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I was sort of shuffling along at the end of the row as Janelli scored because I messaged Gordon and said four forty train. If this doesn't change anytime soon, and Janelli scored at four thirty one. Do you know? Do you know what the worst? The worst thing is as well is that even at two one, I said to my mates, "Yeah, I can't miss this train. I've got a win to go to. I'll walk down the bottom, and then once it's finished, I'll just head out." Literally took two steps down and we get awarded a fucking penalty. Again, we'd started walking down the stairs last day <laughs> as the penalty was getting given. I wasn't arsed but missing the train at that point. I just didn't mm. want to be there anymore. Yeah. We've just not been clinical enough, have we? I don't think clinical's anything to do with it. It's I mean clinical in a sense where, you know, that was a golden opportunity yeah, to get uh, a few points like in terms off. Of in result terms of results wise, you know, like the Hibs could have won that game as well. We've not been ruthless enough. Yeah, we weren't that. We've not been ruthless enough when it comes to these games. You know, Hibs could have won that game. Yeah, we could be sitting here in fifth behind Hibs right now. But also, if we were more ruthless, we could be further a wee bit less behind Aberdeen. Yeah, we've it's away away from away from home is what's cost us ultimately, right? We've we've won three games away from home all season. We had a few draws. Um. We've only dropped points to two non-old farm teams at home all season. That that should be seen you third. Our, the fact is that one or two more wins on the road this season would have us third. Yeah. Right? We're going to miss it on third by a game. Yeah. Right? So you turn Tannadice where we were absolutely battering them into a win. We're third. We go to Ke- Kelly before the um, first one at Kelly, the two-all draw. Again, when we missed two fucking open goals. And then conceded the same goal again. It's I know Gordon they've both said it, but the, the goal is is literally a calm copy. Motherwell away, two 0 defeat, same goal, ball on across the back post, nobody nobody gets it. Headed right back across, unmarked man. Hibs are Hibs away. St Mirren away on Saturday. It's the same fucking thing every week. Kelly was the same. Um if we just cut some of them out, we'd be sitting in third. It's the Hearts have always been bipolar, right? Home and away from home. But this season is a different fucking planet, like, because how how can a team not just beat teams at home, but like, aside for the game where the players chucked it to get Nielsen sacked, right? At home against everybody else, we didn't even look like danger of getting beat against these teams, right? Kelly at home, I know we lost in the league cup again. There's different things going on at that point, right? Kelly at home in the league, we fucking brushed them aside. Samirin was a bit of a struggle, but we didn't really look in any danger. Um, Hibs and Aberdeen at home, we absolutely paggered them. But yeah, as soon as we go and play the exact same teams away from home, we look like a fucking League One side. We're just hopeless. I mean, Saturday was... We'll get on to the ref in a minute and all, all the decisions, but you can't blame the ref for that, right? The ref doesn't leave a guy standing unmarked at the back post. Is that, sorry, at both posts, because they get the fucking free head at the back post and then the free head in the net at the front post. That's not the ref's fault. Fair enough that the 
the foul on Hill wasn't a foul. But the ref doesn't stop the wall from jumping. What about what that? I mean? What about that? That like, wall was ridiculous. The, at first, I was like, is that is Xander Clark at fault there? Is he? Because obviously, we're behind the goal watching. I'm like, either he's royally fucked up the position of the wall there, or like some or the wall's just part. And you watch back, they just stand there. Just stand there. Toby Simic jumps, it just smashes him in the face, and it's fine. Because it's right on the But that's a lack thing. of commitment, isn't it? It's just basic. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but you you can't play professional football and move your head out the way of a fucking free kick. Like, but does that prove that? Uh, I know it's basic, but does that just prove they don't care? I don't know if it's don't care, or it's just there's no who's sh- like so. When when, when we can see the goal, which is a lot, all they do is just stand and look at each other. There's nobody shouting. There's nobody going, "Who was picking him up? Who was doing that?" It's never. They all just stand and look and wave their arms about. But there is not a single person set stand there screaming at whoever should have been picking up whoever the fucking scored the goal. It never happens, and it it was the same on Saturday again. That free kick goes in, they're all just standing. Xander Clark's going mental, right? I say I thought I thought he'd fucked it with the wall position, but he's not. The wall's positioned perfectly. Toby Savage jumps in the ball. It's not a goal. Simple as that, right? It's it's fucking frustrating. And if that doesn't go in, we go and win the game two one, right? And thirds on the table again. It's back in our hands. And I know what's going to happen is David said it's all about the hope, and I can fucking see this coming a mile off. Is we'll beat them on Saturday. We'll both lose or. They'll drop points to Sitman and we'll lose Ibrox as, as predicted. We'll take it into the last day of the season, going, right, they'll, oh, what we need to do is be have got a chance here. And they'll go to Parkhead and spawn a fucking point and get get in by get in by a point. Because we'll, be th- we'll be three points we'll be three points behind them if the, that set of results comes to comes to fruition. They'll go to Parkhead and get a spawny draw, right? And see, because it happened years ago when we had we went to Kelly and they were away, I think they were either away at Ibrox or the home at Rangers and you're going, Fucking Rangers will beat them, eh? We're standing at Kelly. It's no, no. Score comes in two, no, two, no. Aberdeen, <laughs> fucking like, because it was the same situation. We're two points behind them going to the last day of the season. Um, but honestly, I'm, I'm fed up. Like I was the same as Gordon on Saturday. I didn't. People going absolutely tense at the requires. I get like giving some Mirren fans pelters after the game. Right? That's, that's fair enough because they're just a nightmare. But it was a fucking shocking result. Fair enough. See, you do that in the middle of the season, right? Or say. Say we'd been in front of Aberdeen and they were looking to close the gap and you score that goal. I understand going mental at that point. But the reality is, nothing's changed. Yeah. Like, we're still five points behind. Now, I thought we would be five points behind. I didn't share Gordon's optimism that Aberdeen would drop points. I thought it would be an easy win for Aberdeen. Because Aberdeen and Hibs tend to just pump each other away. Like, yeah. at each other's grounds. Tends to be the, the sort of standard results in them. So I was like, from where I've came from it, not, the league table was exactly how I thought it was going to be. But it's really fucked me off that the the opportunity was there and we didn't didn't take it. Really, really poor. And it's it's the same things we've been moaning about all season. And as David was saying, we've not been good at any point this season. Right? We've had two good performances all season. Forty five minutes against Zurich and again we still lost. And a game against Ross County at home. That's it. That that's our two good performances all season. Obviously it wasn't a red card, though, Gordon. For Haring. Well, it's funny, Ross, because um, I, I, you, you're Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I, I said right as soon as Haring went in, I thought red card, right? I said it to Sarah. I said red card, and I'm not surprised the referee gave the red card because I think when you run in at that speed, um, and you have your foot high, and his foot was high, you know, and we both say, oh, his foot is now, but it, it, it's you know, studs are showing, um, and. You're always giving the referee a, a decision to make, and I think nine times out of ten, the referees will send a player off there just because of the speed he's going in at. Um, didn't obviously take any of the ball. Took took a, he didn't really touch the man in the end. Obviously, as as replays can show you, but it looked like from from where I was, and obviously I, I'm assuming where the referee was. Now the biggest gripe I've got is VAR has because when you go and watch the highlights at night, because even like the wee video that I briefly seen. I still, th- I was still saying on the train. I think I can see why he's he's gave a red card, because you look at his foot and it, it does look high and it looks like he clips the man. Now that's a shite replay that one. When you see it actually three or four replays, and you see it on on the telly replay, it's never a red card. It's yellow, absolutely, because you know it is. You could maybe make the argument for it being a, a bit reckless or cynical, um, but it's not. I mean that should be getting overturned every day of the week. You know, for me. Or at the very least, you tell the referee, go and have a look at this. Here's a couple of angles here. See what you think. And and if the referee, which 
I mean, the guy gave a fill for someone heading uh, another guy's head. Um, sticks by his decision, then then fine. But for him to not even get the opportunity to go and look at that and and say, because I mean, they didn't even take that much time reviewing it. I mean, you're talking about seconds. Um, it is quite frankly ridiculous, really. And well, it didn't cost kind of Hearts name because I don't think Hearts would have won the game anyway, even with with eleven men. But um, you know, we just get it back to two one there. You think suddenly momentum's kind of changed, and then suddenly it's you know leaving you a, a harder task. But um, it's just incompetent. It was a poo poo day for the for the referee, and I've seen this guy a couple of times, and he's a joker. Um, he really is a poor poor referee, um, and and I just think for, for for both sides, by the way, I didn't think he covered himself in glory. Um, for either side, I think some of the fouls he was he was blowing free kicks for were ridiculous, and then some of the some of the ones that he was letting go, I, I just there was zero consistency there. Um, there was one point where the ball was actually out over the line. Um, it was clearly out. Him and his linesman were oblivious to it, and Simpson nearly scored from it. Um, and then obviously that free kick is just one of the most baffling decisions I've ever seen in my life. I mean, how the fuck can you give a foul for that? He's his arms are not even fair enough. His arms look like they've maybe remotely like made contact with his head, but they didn't. It's two players jumping for the ball. One wins the, the the ball quite clearly because the direction of the ball goes towards the fucking referee, and he make he goes nah free kick on the edge of the box. I mean, do me a fucking favor, eh? absolute joke uh and then you know you hear that idiot bobby madden thank god he's retired by the way absolute fool saying it's never a penalty on what planet is it not a penalty when when Ginelli shoved in the back with a defender making zero attempt to play the ball how's that not a penalty kick explain that one to me bobby eh robert or whatever your stupid name is uh unbelievable um so it just it shows you that, that if that's the type of mentality they have that that's the incompetence. We should have had a penalty as well. Um, at the start of the second half there, when you know submitting a rugby tackle and um, was it Sibic or there was about three of them. Yeah, there was well about three of them for the corner. Was it for a corner? I forget. Ah, it was for yeah. And they briefly checked it and it's like, oh, hold on, and then they went, nah, no penalty. I think they just shot it there. But I mean, how's that not a penalty though? You know what I mean? He threw him at the ground again. Made zero attempt to play the ball. Um, so. Look, it was a bad, bad day at the office for the referees. Sadly, once again, two in a row now, um, they've humped us out of uh, potential points um, by just not doing their jobs properly, really. And I'm an advocate of VAR. I, I still maintain that if used properly, um, it can work. It was interesting. I was w- was watching Monday Night Football last night, and they were um, Howard Webb was there, and they were obviously showing a couple... Fair enough, they were showing the decisions they got right, but um, which obviously is good old propaganda from the FA, but... Uh, but but it just shows you that that if done properly with the right officials, it can work. Unfortunately, the the officials up here are still as incompetent as as they have been for centuries now. And um, unfortunately, that's never going to change until you get better referees. Um, I think you know it's about time that the government stepped in and actually maybe authorised the 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 use of foreign referees on a permanent basis. I think that's the only way our our game would move forward. Um, because these, you know, these these people are just not good enough. And um, once again, as I said, two weekends in a row now, we've been on the the, the end of, uh, quite frankly, disgraceful calls. But again, just the performance of the referee in general, I thought was absolutely embarrassing. Um, and he almost took, um, took light away from our own pathetic performance, really, um, which takes some doing. I have to say. So, all round, shite day at the office. Because even St Mirren will be sitting there and thinking, how do we fucking chuck a 2-0 lead against these? You know, especially with 10 men. So, really, I think every single team, whether it's Hearts, St Mirren, or uh, the refereeing, uh, have not covered themselves in glory. And, and that sunny day in Perth. Yeah. Perth, Paisley. It's safe to say uh, David Dickinson wasn't the real deal. Oh, fuck off. Are you editing that out, are you? I'm putting that in. <laughs> I'm having you go fuck off. Spencer enjoyed it. <laughs> I did see a, like, a suggestion about refs the other day, and it's, it's something that I think. I mean, I've been an advocate for full-time refs for a while, and I think not not for the reasons that, that I've seen made, but it's actually a good point: is that refereeing isn't actually done by people who like football. Hmm. It's done by school teachers and policemen to top up their income. That's all it is. That's what refereeing currently is. Yeah, but right? they get and paid. these people don't actually—they don't understand the game because they, n- they never grew up. I mean, these people don't actually like football. Nobody who likes football becomes a fucking referee. 
but for goodness sake, they get paid a thousand pound a game. And that's what they I mean. They should be. They should be. Um, but there's no consequences yeah. for shit performances. Well, they should get the sack. Well, they well they should. They should be dropped in leagues until they get better. Because you can't have a guy like. I mean that that performance on Saturday was fucking abysmal. Like really bad. And then like Gordon says VR, they fucked it with the red card. I get it's not supposed to look at free kicks, but see if a free kick directly results in a goal. That's a clear and obvious error. Yeah. That should have been reviewed. It really should have been reviewed. What's the point in having it if you're not gonna review things like that? It's led directly to a goal. It wasn't a free kick. I don't get the point in having we like the clubs are paying for this technology. Why are or even like an NFL style challenge system where you can at least challenge a call using VR. Yeah, but do you think do you think it hinders the referees in a sense because they've gone in the back of my head? Abdicate got... I think they abdicate responsibility a lot because yeah, that's what. I mean. So say he makes that red card call with Peter Hannon, right? Actually, I, I see Gordon's point. It's like seeing full speed. I can see why a ref would give a red card there, and I think it's obviously something his heart. I'd be annoyed and I'd be like, I'd be questioning it, but you, you would still go. I can see how that's happened. Similar with the one at Tynecast by Alex Cochran the other week, if. Nick Walsh sends him off in real time. I think you can stand there and go, well, you could have seen, like, the way he's looked at it, there isn't a man there. But when you go and re- review both those decisions and get them wrong, then it's criminal. It's fucking criminal. Like, you shouldn't be getting them wrong. But at the same time, it takes all the heat off it because nobody's questioning Dickinson over the red card. Yeah, question they're questioning VAR. So it should make the referee's job easier because the pressure isn't there to get it right first time. They've got time to think, they've got time to look at it, they, they can make the wrong decision. Yeah. But it's as, it's as if they're. If one makes a mistake, the other's just backing them up anyway. Yeah, it's classic. Th- this is what the SFA really need to get a grip of this because every week, every single week, this is happening where a questionable red card decision's made and there's been so many overturned. You shouldn't be getting appeals on VAR, right? If, if VAR's already got involved, so another professional referee sat there, watched it and went, I agree with that. So then how's it going to an appeal and then getting overturned? How can two referees watch something? Mm. I also think, well, Dickinson admitted after the game apparently that he got it wrong. Right, so but that's fair enough. But why is he not being told to go? Yeah, like I, what the VAR ref should be saying is like, I can see why you're given the red card, but you might want to go and have another look at that because it's debatable. And he goes and looks and goes, nah, actually, you know what, I've got that wrong. But all that happens is when they, yeah, you've got that right. Well done, David. It's just nonsense, absolute nonsense. But then, what what do we expect? Right, it's the same idiots that we've moaned about for years. And now they've been given VAR. I mean, mind when the referees used to get to judge their own appeals. Right? Remember that fast? And Ian Brown sent off Sal Lucas for getting headbutted, then got to rewatch it and went, oh, I was right the first time. Right? It's the same fucking principle. Is it? These guys just circle the wagons and back each other up. It's all they do. Right? And then they just made it to it fools on a Monday or Saturday night sports scene when the pundits sit there and go, what are they thinking? In fact, because you've seen like every St. Mirren fan on Twitter has been going, that was a disgraceful decision. Right? Like, you know it's bad when fans of... And that's for the fucking Bobby Madden thing, right? A oh, fucking game. Like, that, but again, that's some sort of, he, he was our top referee for a decade and he doesn't know that a fucking two-handed shove in the back's a penalty. Hmm, right? <laughs> this is what you're dealing with. These people are fucking idiots. They're, at, like... They're not... They aren't football people. They're not. None of them are. They, they got into refereeing as a way to make... Because it's a good wage for a Saturday's work, right? So the, the, aye, they've got a full-time wage and they get a thousand pound a game plus travel expenses, hotel costs. They get put up in hotels the night before. It's a pretty good gig, yeah. If you can be asked dealing with the abuse, but at a thousand, but at a thousand pound a game, you should be getting, you should be doing that full time. Aye, but that's saying they've not forced them to be full time. See, you forced them to be full time. Half these wee dweebs like Colin be gone. They absolutely would be. They, they absolutely would be. Well, he is a fucking dweeb, right? But. <laughs> They'd be gone because it's it, it, all they're doing is topping up their already decent salaries, right? And yeah, a thousand pound a game should be, but then a thousand pound a game, if it's your main source of income, puts a hell of a lot more pressure on you to get right. But that should be the case. It should be. It absolutely should be. But that's the reason why they don't want it. Because what's the, what's the punishment Dickinson gets here? Right? Maybe he gets demoted to the champion. Oh, there's no championship to demoted to now, right? He doesn't get a game for the rest of the season. But it's fine because he's probably, I assume, a lawyer or a teacher because they all are, or a policeman. And he'll um, he'll just go back to his day job and it's fine. Now, if he runs the risk of no getting any work for another four weeks, I think he looks at decisions differently. You don't just you don't just make rash decisions like they do. And I just like the whole the whole thing needs a fucking shake up. 
And also on that penalty, the Samirin players, right, round about it, were just giving their guy pelters for giving the penalty away. No Samirin player argued with the ref that it wasn't a penalty, but yet it still went to VAR, and you're like... <laughs> Spencer, we'll, we'll bring you in. Did, did you catch the, the two hearts goals? I did, yeah. Excellent play from Atkinson to get the ball at the back post for uh, Ginelli. He looked very good when he came on. Um, and obviously it was a clear penalty. Um, people were... People have been going on about Shankland this season, saying that you know half his goals have been penalties. But it's easier said than done. You know, I have a friend that's a a Morton fan, for example, and the only reason that they they haven't got promoted is because they missed a a crucial penalty in a, in a crucial game. So people criticising Shankland, saying half his goals have been penalties. It still takes a lot to put the ball in the back of the net, especially in the ninety sixth minute. Um, listen, Hearts are an average side. We've lost fourteen games this season, conceded fifty three goals. There's nothing special about us, um, and that's unfortunate because I thought this was going to be a big, a big season for us to build on last year. We haven't. We've regressed quite badly. Whose fault do you think that is? That's an interesting question. Um, you know, that's something that will have to be reviewed and and, and discussed. Um, but as as a fan, yeah, who who do you think should be to blame for all of this? Um, well, that's a really interesting question, Rose. I think. Um, <laughs> I think I think you have to look at maybe recruitment side of things. Someone like someone like Mister Joe Savage maybe hasn't done such a such a good job um, in bringing in the right players for a coach okay, to but manage. That, that coach sometime will will probably give a list of targets to him. Yes, yes. Listen, I'm not going to point fingers. That's that's not the time. You know, we 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 need to we we need we need to um, we need to regroup and, and try and finish the season well. I think it's almost it's, we're a different team at Tynecast. I think Calvin and David and all I just said it. I very much think we'll get six points. I think we'll beat Hibs and Aberdeen at Tynecastle, and we'll lose at Ibrox because it's just a three away uh, three away wins all season. There was a game I said during the week they kind of pointed to towards the Rangers game at Tynecastle, but I don't. I think Livingston nil, Hearts nil changed our season. If there was something about us after beating Hibs three nil. Beating Aberdeen five 0 I think we find a way to win that game at Livingston away, and they 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 talk about it, it was the Rangers midweek game. Yeah, I know things were changing all that, but so it was just a you find a way to win that game and just build on those two big results, don't you? And then you can see see what happens going forward. Also, was it the was it the fourth of January or something like that? Saint Mirren one, Hearts one. I think we also find a way to win that game after the New Year derby. So it's just it's. Just an average side. There's there's nothing really really about us. We're we're good at Tynecastle. We we always have been, traditionally. Even sort of shitter Hearts teams throughout the years. We've always had a decent run at Tiny, but um, yeah, just three away wins all season. It's not acceptable, and we're we're quite an average side. And you, and you'll see it during this week. I think we'll actually put in a decent performance against Aberdeen. I don't think it'll be five 0 if that's what everyone's expecting. It'll be a, a tough tight game, but I think we'll. We'll press them, we'll put them under pressure early on, and I think we'll get the win. Actually, fancy us to win 2-0 against, uh, against Aberdeen, and then we'll go to Ibrox, and we'll we'll lose 3-0. But Morelos, farewell, Ibrox appearance, guaranteed a goal, isn't he? Shagger McGregor, he'll probably play, he'll get a wee clean sheet for, uh, at Ibrox, and, and we'll lose 3-0. We'll be 3-0 down after half an hour at Ibrox, and Aberdeen will beat St Mirren, and then that'll be third place done in done and dusted so you give us no chance no because we, we need we need nine points we're not good we're not going to win ibrox we're just not do you not think no 100 percent. i've seen nothing to suggest this season that we can go, go to ibrox and win have we even had a shot on target against rangers this season <laughs> i can't even think in the, the three games so we talk about the self um, and previous manager in those games yeah you know we might get a shot and at the end of the day you know it's, it's going to be disappointing being fourth in that but you know going out and beating hibs in the last game of the season i think that'd be a a decent way because the derby win's always good, especially after losing the the last one. And if we can go out and beat them, get fourth place, you know, it ends on a little bit of a high. But ultimately, this season's been been a very disappointment because we are going to finish fourth. I don't think we'll we'll get third place again. The only way is, <clears throat> what if we get six points and Aberdeen lose the two? Well, if they lost to Saint Mirren and Celtic, that would that be enough? If we go. Yeah, but as I say, so if we do beat Aberdeen, then all of a sudden it's three games without a win for them. But I, I think I think they'll beat St Mirren because if you offered them the chance, you know, you just have to beat St Mirren at Pataudry, then you've got third place. So as I think Aberdeen will, will do that, and that means that the only way that we'd get third is by three points at Ibrox, and I just don't see that happening, unfortunately. 
David, do you, do you think we've got a chance at all? No. Uh, I think what Spencer said there is, for once, to hit the nail on the head. He's um, pretty much articulated what we all think, the the opportunity to win it at Ibrox when, you know, they've it's essentially a dead rubber for them. It's a massive game for us. They're probably going to play their uh, a, a B team of some description um, by Rangers standards, and that's usually when Hearts are at their worst, um, which means we'll probably get papped as usual. Um, yeah, there's no, there's no point really getting excited for it. Um, it's on the telly as well, and Hearts and telly just don't really seem to go um, clearly. Um, yeah, it's just been one of those seasons again. When the big games really come round, we never seem to deliver. Um, and it's another season away from home where we've just been pretty pretty abysmal. Um, I think even away from home, the, the three games we have won, um, I don't think we were really good in, in any of them. Um, the Motherwell one particularly, we were extremely poor in that game. I don't know how we won 3-0. We kept a clean sheet. And uh, you could maybe say the Ross County one, but but again, it's, it's, it's hard to remember back then, to be honest. And Ross County were, have just been so poor all season that you didn't have to be lightningly good to, you know... To, to get three points and and then St Johnston, yeah, yeah, okay, we were okay. I don't think we, I mean we still conceded two goals and tried our best to concede a third and fourth. So it's just been such a frustrating season and the opportunities have been there. I think that's the worst part. And as you kind of mentioned, to it's the it's the lack of the ruthlessness in this squad that whenever the chances come to to take your opportunity and and you know push the gap further away from what we had, we didn't seem to take it. But you could probably see that even looking back at the the Zurich games, you know, we won. Yeah. Yeah, probably we we had chances to to win that tie quite comfortably, and we we, we didn't do it, and of course ended up in the Conference League, and and then the Conference League, you go you go back the you go back in the medical round of not being ruthless, but it, yeah, you're right. There's just been something in this team that they just whenever the chance seems to come, they just don't quite have enough in them to to really do it. And Cal, what Calvin mentioned, it's kind of something that I alluded to as well, is that that, that there is just no responsibility in this team when it comes to there, there's nobody gene somebody up and trying to write, ruffle up a few feathers and try and get the squad going it's all just very mopey you know oh I'm, I'm, we're all really sad that we've conceded a goal or we're, oh, we're all feel really bad the fans deserve better ah they deserve better well fucking show us better fucking go out there and win a game for fuck's sake away from home it's like it's the same you just go on Clap the fans, and that's another thing that I've started noticing, especially at home games. They start before the, before the game kicks off, start clapping the fans, try to get up for it and all that. Stick your fucking pageantry up your arse. What a game! Does my head in? And, you know, it was like, yeah, oh, come on. You know, they, they get it. They don't give a shit. They couldn't give a monkeys, could they? <laughs> they couldn't. I mean, it's all for show. And it'll be the same when we lose to fucking Rangers away. And it'll be the same when we fail to finish third. They'll all come up. And this will be another season where Anthony stay. Ah, exactly. It'll be the 11, 11 sets of hands up. Sorry. Sorry. Would you just rather we just got beat off Aberdeen? Just so and just fucked it. off. Aye. <laughs> that was it. Exactly. <laughs> so nobody Put bothers. Put me in my misery. Yeah. Put the gun to my head. Pull the trigger so I can go home and fuck off. And hide for the next two games. No arse. I'm sick of it, Ross. You know, I thought I didn't have the ability to see red at the moment, but somehow I found the way. Is is there any way that we could end up finishing fifth? Of course there is. There, there, at this point, there's as much chance as there is finishing third, if not more. Um, all, all and it that takes, would be a systemic failure. I mean, what's, what's currently is a failure. It, it, it'd, it'd be an absolute fucking disgrace finishing fifth place. Mm-hmm. And I think the worst part is, is that this season, everybody knew what third place was going to get you because we just had we reaped the rewards of it last season into this season so there were and, and everyone and you find well that well other clubs now have seen what we've done they want a, they want a little slice of the pie and we've got another oh, have the whole pie have the whole <laughs> fucking thing yeah we've, eat, we've we've eaten too much we, we didn't really fancy it anymore it's too too rich for us why don't you have a wee bit taste the fun no why don't you get embarrassed than you do yeah. ah, exactly yeah. pricks it's embarrassing. Fifth place. Uh, uh, see if we finish fifth, there'd have to be a serial change. I mean, it would be it would be quite frankly disgusting. Is, 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 is there going to is there going to be serial changes? So is there of course not. Be? Yeah, because it's harsh. Because it's the same old. But it's radio silence whenever anything bad happens, and um, when the when the good times come along, you, you you never hear the end of it. So wait for this. We <laughs> you've had some good times. But if we finish third, it'll be what an absolutely tremendous. This club just de- never knows when it's not. Foundation Hearts will have a thousand retweets in the first two hours of finishing third. See if we finish fifth, even fourth for that matter. 
They don't tweet till next August. <laughs> Genuinely, you won't hear from them till August. It's true. By the way, by the way, if we finish fifth, <laughs> if we finish fifth, Hearts Live might not happen. No. Don't be right, it's Hearts Live. <laughs> <laughs> Live, aren't well, be the sort of people that are going to well, it's another season in Europe even if we have to start in fucking June in Moldova <laughs> but that's what I mean like, it'll just be the women's team there no, because we'll be in fucking no, Moldova no, no, stuck no, they'll, be the success, they'll be the success story as well they'll be the failure, failures uh, exactly uh, we'll, we'll be in some batshit war zone in the middle of the, the border between Europe and Asia looking at flights for less than a thousand pounds being happy to see us get beat 3-0 away from home. Well, one of them actually is a fucking policeman. He's had taking 90 minutes off his lunch break to play against Hertz and has won 3-0. This will be the type of teams we'll be up against if we finish fifth. I got a wee tie in Gibraltar, get beat. Remember Levine used to tweet all the time and then, and then after the Hibs Cup games, you never heard from him again. <laughs> because of the abuse he was getting all that and that just the ra- radio silence as well. <laughs> <laughs> it was when he had his wee heart scare and everyone was tweeting him and he's coming back well oh thanks very much you know and then every time we'd win you know good, good retweets the win yeah then it was like oh fuck off we're losing the derby <laughs> and he basically deactivated his account <laughs> just shows you didn't he get involved <laughs> just stay quiet which is clearly what a, a leaf from the foundation of heart book um, yeah, yeah. to just stay quiet and, and didn't he say anything <laughs> Jim, Jim will beat Aberdeen on uh, on on Saturday, oh, I thought we'd beat fucking St Mirren. Mm. That didn't happen. Um, I don't know. Probably will, but yeah, yeah. Do you know they probably will? They'll suck me back in again. I, I, I get a sense that you're absolutely sick of them. Though. I am. Uh, yeah, this season's deflated me. You know, I mean, Matty was was deflated at the start after you know not getting to the Europa League, and I was as well. But you know, there was still the the carrot of Conference League football there, and I expect I thought you know we're in the Conference League, we could do all right here. Um, one two games, which we made hard work of against um, a mob from Riga, um, who would probably probably be in the Championship I think, in Scotland. To be honest, um, pumped off Fiorentina. You know, again, goal down inside two minutes or something in both games. Um, pumped off Istanbul when. Obviously, the sad passing their match to the Queen, um, and then obviously we were beat again away in Istanbul. Uh, pumped, you know. I think we conceded the same goal from a corner. Actually, the ball came in. I want, you know. I said to Ali, I said, "Well, as long as we don't concede from this corner, we've got half a chance here." <laughs> <laughs> and then corner bang goal. <laughs> I said, "Ah, well, it was fun while it lasted." Um, of course, he started Ewan Henderson up front. Uh, went all the way over to fucking Istanbul for that. Um, I went in terms of you away. Went all, all the way to Istanbul to see Spencer's hero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> terms of away wins, wasn't it Ross County? Um, was it Motherwell though? Three 0 great Sunday, but obviously I was extremely tired, so couldn't really celebrate it. Didn't have a drink before it. We drove through. Uh, the other away win was again drove up because it was St Johnston. So any time I've had a really nice day out this season filled with you know bevy and stuff like that um beat they've ruined it they fucking ruin it every time there's not one away day that i've thought you know we've been on the train singing because it's been a a, a really nice win you know we've all enjoyed ourselves hearts have gave us a great day out no we've gave ourselves great days out because you know the, the lads are, are brand new it's it's been a, it's been a laugh there's about what 17 years or something um but they fucking ruin it every time so they've given us fuck all to cheer this year. Um, you maybe talk about the the Hibs Cup game, um, but you know I've seen more in my fair share of derby wins. It's not as if it's a new experience. Um, still demand them, of course, but you know it's no a big massive win where you thought, yeah, we were great today, brilliant. Um, so no, so they, but I mean we were in, in a good run back then, and it was an impressive result. But they they're shite, just like Aberdeen are shite. Um, no, they have deflated me. They 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 have now, and I think I'm, you know, I I, I just as I said I, I sat there when when we we scored our goal. I didn't care. Like generally, the, this club has has got my balls in the vice and crushed them. Um, I'm just I'm just sick of them now, and you know they'll probably win on Saturday, pull me back in, believing. That we could, I mean, if you listen to last week's podcast, it's a fucking contrast. 
I'm sitting there going, well, do you know what? We could go to Ibrox and actually win. They've got nothing to play for. You give us no chance now. Well, I didn't know that they've, they're unbeaten at home this season. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that. Um, I thought, I was like, sure, there's a defeat in there somewhere. But um, that's, the, that's the beauty of being a football fan. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. And to be fair, they were good at the weekend. I mean, I fancied them to beat Celtic anyway. I just thought Celtic have nothing to play for. And the way Celtic played against us, you know, I thought if they go to Ibrox with that type of um, performance, they made changes. And I thought Rangers um, just swept them aside, really. Um you know, I, I don't know. It depends what Rangers team probably turns up. It depends what t- Hearts team turns up. You know, it's going to be one that's got no fear. But they shouldn't have had any fear at the weekend there. They should have been going in there and going, right, there's a really good opportunity for us to go out there and win, uh, put the pressure on the teams above us. Let's start our season, you know, four games to go. It starts here. And it was shite. It was, it was side to side, safe passing. It was the usual bullshit. It was no one taking responsibility. So... Yeah, look, they might they, they might very well win on Saturday. I don't think they're going to go to Ibrox now. I just don't think they've they've got anything about them now. Actually, I've, I take everything back. I said last week. Um, I I don't know why I deluded myself into thinking that these players have a bit of character about them when they've shown me time and time again this season that they don't. Mm-hmm. They don't. Um, Nazi might as well play the kids. I think they've got a better chance. Um, you know, get some in there that can that can do the the, the basics of football right. You know. Um, just put a spanner in the mucks and let's see what happens. Well, a couple of them might surprise you. Um, because n- none of these duds are going to surprise you. We already know what they give. They, they they concede shite goals, pass the ball side to side, don't take any responsibility. I don't think we'll get beat 3-0 or anything at Ibrox. I think it'll be the it'll probably 1-0 or something. You know, we'll maybe huff and puff in the second half and with the goalie and make a couple of good saves and, um, and that'll be it. You know, we'll concede our usual cheap, shitey goal. Even, uh, and I, I've seen it all before. Um, really have. I just didn't think they've got any character about them because they would, they would, they would have took points off the old firm this season. You've not even got a draw against them. Forty points behind second place, fucking Rangers, man. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so no, I, I sadly think it's over. I won't be sitting behind and celebrating a fourth place win. Um, I'll be getting up hibs if we beat them. Um, send them back to across the city because thankfully. The only probably saving grace about being a Hearts fan is that we're better than them. Um, always have been, always will be. Um, anytime you need to feel better about yourself, you just hips usually come along and, and give you that. Um, so we might very well beat them on the last day of the season. I'll be getting up them and then I'll be going. I'm not staying for any fucking lappy honour. Clap these losers. The amount of money that I've spent on them. Didn't even get to Hamden. They're a bunch of pricks. I'm done with them. I mean, really, uh, absolutely pathetic. Really, really, really winds me up just when I think about them now and just watch them back. And most frustrating football club in the world. It really is. You know, you've got an opportunity now to cement yourself clearly as the third team in the country. Blow all your rivals away financially and just on the park. You're 11 points fucking clear, man, against a team that lost to fucking Darville. Now look where we are. It is a fucking disgrace. And all these players, by the way, they shouldn't be getting any bonuses in the season. Maybe give Shankland one because obviously he scored, what, 26 goals uh, or whatever it is. Um, fair play to him. Um, I would maybe give Xander Clark maybe something because I think he's done okay. Uh, then, yeah, then I'm going through the rest of them. I'm thinking who deserves a wee bit of something. And that's about it, really. I don't think any of them else, uh, any, any, anybody else deserve anything after that. Um, maybe wee Nazy maybe deserves a wee, a wee bonus for putting up with their pish. Uh, feel sorry for the guy coming in and having to surround themselves with these huddies. Um, so yeah, it is. It's depressing. Do you think? Do you think the board are, are have looked out a new manager yet, or do you reckon oh, the they're board. still sitting on their hands? The board. Do you reckon they're still? Depends. Do you, do depends. What do you think they're doing? Like, who's who's leading the charge? <laughs> who's making the decision? Uh, no, no. I, I, I think. Yeah, I'd like to think so. I'd like to think that they've already got someone lined up. I think Nizi will, will just be the caretaker. But I suppose given that Nizi would be the easy decision. Look, Nizi's impressed me be for the last couple of weeks. You know, I think he's he's got the temperament to be a top coach one day. Um, I think he could very well be Hearts manager one day. Um, but I just think of where the club are at the moment, 
they need someone to come in and, and spark them into life. And I think if that was going to happen with Nisi, it, it would have happened by now, I think. Um, but I think... Someone needs to come in quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, obviously, you know, they've had plenty of time now to, to decide what route they want to go down. So I think they can certainly get someone in for pre-season. If they don't, then that's a massive failing on the board's part. Um, and then you would rightly start pointing and, and asking questions um, uh, about the, the workings of the board and, and the way they do things and are they actually up for the, for the task because clearly um, they wouldn't be if, if someone's not in for pre-season but I'm not at that stage, you know, I'm not panicked I, I think the fact that there's not really been any kind of headlines about who we want I think is a good thing um, clearly it's all in-house um, and wouldn't be surprised if they announced someone maybe even before the last day of the season, possibly, if, if there's nothing really left to play for, uh, you might start hearing snippets about who it's going to be. But, um, yeah, I'd, I don't think Savage is an idiot. I, I think he's someone who knows how a football club needs to run. And I think this season, things have just went against us. The the, the usual dark clouds that seem to fucking famine over Tyne Castle for some reason. We are a cursed football club. And um, certainly, fucking over the last few years, um, I've all kind of came to fruition and, and uh, I've let us down badly. So, um, sadly, a lot of things have went against us this season. But a lot of it is our own making, obviously. Um, we were maybe just, because we finished so far in third last season, that we thought that we only needed a certain amount of players. And uh, and Luca wanted us to, to go and smash our transfer budget. Never done that. Is that, um, is that getting a lack of yeah, yeah, I, I think it. Well, listen, I, I believe that um, behind the scenes they did. They were ambitious and they tried to get certain players, and and but it just it didn't happen for them. And and you've got to ask your question, right? Well, why didn't it happen for them? Were they were they close to coming? Did they just go? Did these players just go elsewhere? Whatever. But the 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 club do have to be ruthless if they want to go and get a top target. Then you you make sure you go and get them. You don't just wait, 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 and then before you know it, you know, your targets have either gone elsewhere and then suddenly your second target, your third target's gone and you're having to sign some tattooed dud from Wigan to come in and, and be your, your sort of other striker um, who done okay, but, you know, was never... It's a great song as well. Yeah, good song, good song, good goals, a couple of good goals, but, um, but as I said, overall, you know, for when, when you want to compete, at the highest level. Um, That's not what we should be dealing with. No, no, it's not. It's a total, total kind of panic signing. And, um, yeah, it's disappointing. It is. Um, because as a football club, as I said, this was a real opportunity for us. And sadly, like most things, um, we've let it sail by. Predictions before we finish then? Uh, I'll go for 1-0 no hearts. David? 2-1 hearts. Calvin? 2 or 3 now. It's Aberdeen at home. It tends to not really matter who's doing what even when we've been a, a dug shit in for the bottom six and they've been challenging Celtic in third and second we've still tend to beat them at home Spencer yeah I've said 2-0 uh, hearts but if Duke's fit then it could be a different story who knows why did you mention Duke <laughs> I've said all season I've always rated him you guys were laughing at me I said back in January we should have put in a wee bid for him when there was turmoil at Aberdeen after the the Darville results and yous were saying ah oh, Duke's pish Duke's shit Scored 16 goals. I think he'd do well for Hearts. We're no, never going to get no, him now. No, not get him now. Just talk uh, <laughs> Rangers. That's what Peter and Ruffy were saying. They were saying. <laughs> oh, <Christ. laughs> right. We're ending the show there on Peter and Ruffy. Thank you for joining us this week. That's been the Hearts Review. Till next week. Goodbye. <laughs>